Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is time to catch up with the one and only Stephen Marsh. It's a huge weekend of racing coming up with Trans-Tasman Group 1s with Kiwi Chances galore. And Marshy has a huge team in on this side of the ditch, including smart two-year-old Sarko in the Group 1 one or two size, which would look great in the cabinet. Even better would be the ATC Derby Trophy, and that's where Marshy is heading to now. Sydney to settle up his chance in the Derby. Andalus, he's on the phone with us. How are you going, Marshy? Good morning. Yeah, yeah, very good. How are we going, team? Mate, mate, just yeah, I guess you're getting nervous. Like, what, what's it like, mate? You're heading out to the airport. You've got that big race coming on. Uh, you're happy with your chance you got in the derby? Yeah, he's actually. Um, he went. He arrived over Monday night. Um, settled in unbelievably well. He just hasn't missed a beat. So no, look, we're we're confident he's going to run a big race. Obviously, a very good field. Um, but yeah, we think we've got the right horse. He went super in the New Zealand Derby, so he'll race extremely well again, that's for sure. He did. He went huge, Marshy. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the call, mate. He went huge in the New Zealand Derby. It was such a big run, and I know you guys' connections were quietly confident he'd get the trip. Um, just on the trainer front, do, what, what, do you have a Koru Cup club membership? Or what are, you, are you like a flat wide at 7 a.m.? Can you treat yourself to a little corona at this time of the morning, or is that a bad look? Oh, I don't think I'll have a corona. There's actually a few racing people here, but no, I wouldn't have a corona this early. Um, <laughs> no, a little, uh, little cappuccino, a little bit of a little one sugar. It's about me, just for the uh, for the time being. Been not, I've been not overdo it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, yeah, don't overdo it. I can't speak for Wellwood and Forsman though. Um, now it is a big weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know either. It's only 5am no. in Australia. They, they might still be going. Um, Marshy, it's a, it's a big Kiwi contingent in the derby. Now, you, you're happy with your bloke. Sharp and Smart's obviously the one to beat, but he's drawn out. Is is there a sense of pride when you take tackle these big Australian races with a big Kiwi team and Kiwi contingent in general? Are you just worried about yourself? Oh, look, I think, well, we've got to be proud how the Kiwis are going at the moment. Um, you know, they're just flying in Australia. It's, it's brilliant. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we, we love getting horses over there and, and competing um, in Australia, especially in the championship days. Um, it's, it's brilliant. And, you know, we, we're, we're certainly not going over there to make up the numbers. And, you know, in our little uh, street in Cambridge, um, the three trainers, we've got um, rural next-door neighbours and we've got three three live chances, I would have thought. So, no, it's, it's great. Um, but, obviously... More concerned about our own one, but uh, still great to have a good team and, and well represented. Well, mate, that's going to be one hell of a party, Marshy. With, with 
with the three of you if you get first, second and third. Uh, mate, just talking about uh, who you got on the back of him too, Zach Purton on him, that's proper star power there, isn't it? Yeah, he's, um, well, look, he's rated potentially the best in the world. It's, um, it's outstanding to have him on, that's for sure. Um, and, you know, uh, right draw, I think uh, Mitch, who's got the horse over there, he, he did the barrier draws, and I think it's the most winningest barrier in the last 20 or 30 years. So all those little things uh, all make you feel good anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, look, great jockey, great draw. Horses tra- travel beautiful, so... No, I think we're sitting, sitting in a good position. That's very exciting, mate. Uh, it is very exciting. And back home, you've got a, a huge team actually lighting up in New Zealand. We'll start with the sires. It's a, a race you'd, you'd love to get your hands on. Sarko, he, two starts ago, a little bit of a head scratcher because we thought he'd cop the track, but then last start, he looked like the proper racehorse that we thought he was. And he's obviously going good enough that he's right in the market for this race. Another really good draw. Where is Sarko at? Yeah, he's gone really good. Look, he, that, when he ran um, second at Rotorua, he went really good on a wet track, but then it was probably a little bit worse at um, Matamata. just didn't go a yard in it at all. And even Wurramu said after the race when he won at Wellington, he said, God, he, he only just sort of got through that track as well. So it looks like it's going to be firm. There, there potentially could be rain coming um, later in the day, but hopefully that doesn't come. And if, it, if it is a good track, um, he wouldn't worry being firm. And yeah, I mean, he's got to be right of it. I've been... Troy Brienne looks the one to beat. trolled up awesome leading into it as well. So it's the one to beat, but we've drawn good. We'll posse up, and it's pretty even after the favourite. Nice. Yeah, I know we are, sorry, sorry, Louis. I know, I know we ask you this pretty pretty well often enough, but is it the week for Dubai Diva, uh, Marshy? <clears throat> yeah, look, I honestly thought it was. Um, I think Spratt will really suit drawn one. Um, she's going to jump, put herself right up on the seat. And I, I, look, I'm going to be disappointed if it's not the week. Um, she should be awfully hard to beat. And I know I've tipped her out a lot, but give her one more chance. Oh, I will. I will give her another chance. And it's not even your, it's not your fault. You get blokes like me pressuring you because I, I, I love her. And I just think she's a good racehorse. But, but it, she's making me look silly as well. But I'll be back on. It's okay. I, I think we do give her another chance. The field looks like it's hers. What about... GC up over ground because Clado, if I'm sick for Dubai Diva, Clado's sick for GC and he can't get enough of him. What do we do with GC, Marshy? Yeah, I, th- I thought um, you know, he's drawn a sticky gate in 11 of 12, but he's going to, he'll jump, we'll just let him find his feet. He, just the way he's racing, he just wants to get up over ground. As long as he relaxes good um, and doesn't over race, because every now and again he can just get on the bridle, but no, I like him as well and his work's been great and you know, he's got a nice light weight. He's got muscle to take another kilo, so 53. So, no, I, I think he'll um, he'll race very well. But we'll obviously improve with his first run out of ground. What about Al Vincidor? Pretty interesting runner here. I've drawn the absolute car park, Tegan rides, down in the weights. Um, Seamus is obviously a proper racehorse, and there's a couple of nice ones in there. What are you expecting from Al Vincidor at a really decent price? Yeah, the barrier the barriers makes it really difficult to be honest. Um, you know, when you got horses like Seamus, nice draw. You know, there's a, there's a few nice horses in there. And barrier nineteen, I know he won't start for ninety, but sixteen is sixteen is a hell of a long way out, and he's just going to need a lot of luck. So it's it's not going to be easy at all. Yeah.
Fair, fair enough. And and on that, like barriers for for trainers, like it's obviously you hear you hear the saying all the time that good horses can win from bad barriers. But like, because we're going to talk about a lot with Sharp and Smart this weekend. When you draw that wide, and especially at these tracks where you you know it's not a long run before you can get in, how detrimental can it be in the run if you have to horses have to work that little bit extra to find a spot, Stephen? Well, a horse like El Vincidor, he usually jumps and puts himself up on speed. If he draws barrier one, he either just jumps to the front or jumps into the trail and does no work. Draws barrier 16, he's got the potential to be caught four and five wide early, even six wide. Got to push the button a little bit more to try and roll forward. And You know, you just, you're just using up, you know, it's all about percentages. You're just using up too many carrots, basically, and it makes it really hard. I mean, sometimes, you know, like sharp and smart, but it's just go back home. He's just proven sometimes he's just a a lot better than them, even though he sits wide. But this sort of field, there's um, you know, I thought he just needed a little bit more go in his favour. But no, no, saying he can't get um, all the luck in the world, and who knows, he maybe does. Marshy, we, we had a chat to Al Sherrick yesterday on the show, and we talked about this group of um, crop of three three year olds we got. And he reckons it's the best we've ever had. What do you think, and, and why do you think that is? Oh, it's got to be. Um, I think it's got to be the best um, we've had. You know, a couple of Group 1s in, in Australia. Um, the Kelso's filly in, in Melbourne was unbelievable. Um, and obviously, um, the other day, you know, Roger and Rod Roberts was, was terrific. I mean, I don't know. I mean, hey, Pras is doing the job there, absolutely flying with... Actually, it's quite exciting. We've got a really good bunch of stallions around us in New Zealand now, too. We were looking, you know, a little while ago, it was sort of, uh, you, you sort of had Savabeel and then there was a bit of a drop down to the rest. But we've got some really exciting stallions. Got some bloody nice horses going around. And, hey, maybe people will retain in a few more stake monies on the rise. Hopefully with the new merger will go up again. And might be a little bit of, um, bit of hype around the game again, which is good. Yeah, you, you did right. Like, Rich Hill Stud, how good would it be to be private trainer for them? They, they These stallions that they've got, this lineup, and, and that's there's there's plenty of other studs, and then you've got exciting horses that Rodney and Sims, like Profondo, are getting over. So it's all just, your boxes are being ticked, Marshy. It's it's very exciting. What's your best chance this weekend before we let you crack on, dear Cappuccino? Well, I really thought uh, we'll stick with Dubai Diva, but I, I thought La Bella Beals at the weights, um, I thought I thought it was out of basically out of Dubai Diva and La Bella Beals. I think they're a nice little multi, and um, and we've got some other nice chances, but they're the best too. Okay, that's interesting, La Bella Beals, because you got three nice chances in the first at Avondale. It's, it's, um, all right, we'll chalk that down. Appreciate it, mate. Hey, good luck over there. Go give them hell, and oh, I really do think in New Zealand they'll be winning that derby. Um, you know, I give Sharp and Smart obviously a massive chance, but your guy is just that was so impressive in our derby. So he's got to be a huge chance at a nice price. A price. All the best, mate. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. Stephen Marsh, MP. He's good for he's a chat. A he is. Yeah. He's such a nice. He's such a nice man, and always he's time for you when you go to the. You go to the races, you hang out, and uh, he'll always come up and have a beer with you and talk to you. Um, caught up with again. With him down at the Karaka Sales, he had a big crew with him. Obviously, um, with so many horses running around this weekend, he's got a big stable of uh, of chances this weekend. Dubai Diva, La Bella Beale. Uh, of course, yep, you love Dubai Diva, don't you, Louis? You're going to give him another chance. I do. I do. I've got, a, I've got a big soft spot for Dubai Diva. 
she just this preparation needed to win one <laughs> to validate it, and um, she hasn't yet. But she, he, Marshy's right. Sam Spratt will get her out of the barriers. Hopefully, there's not too much pressure in the race. She can get an easy enough lead. And um, fourteen hundred meters, she's only won the twice there. But I do think that's kind of her distance. How's this? Dubai Diva top three at two ten. La Bella Beals to win at two seventy. Marshy has the mortgage in the first race. At, at, uh, this is Avondale we're talking about. That's a five dollar sixty seven multi. If he's tipping out La Bella Beals, where he's got tight line and winning for all there. Um, it's a nice competitive race, but La Bella Beals, she went huge last start. She's got the lightweight. I think she's going to be a, a big chance. So maybe that's a little two-leg Stephen Marsh multi to fill your boots, and then you can have a bet on Andalus each way because he's going to be in it for a long way. And really interesting to hear him talk about what you do with wide draws and using carrots yeah. because it is all percentages. If a horse has to work a little bit harder at the start to find a spot or gets posted wide, so we're talking about wind hitting horses here, and essentially, like if you're riding a bike or running, you know what it's like. You want to find a slipstream, um, and and the longer you're not there, and you're kind of punching the breeze, and then also you add in the fact that, uh, like a racing track, like a running track, you know, watching the Olympic sprints, you're in those wider lanes. You're covering so much extra ground. If you're stuck with that combination of punching the breeze and in wider lanes, often there's just no hope for you. And that's is when you talk when you talk about drawing wide, you got to imagine when it, where the starting barriers they sit parallel to the running ra- rail. Uh, sorry, they sit uh, adjacent to the running rail. Um, so essentially, all of those horses that come out of the barriers at the same time, they're all trying to fan in to get their spot. The wider you are, the harder it is because all the horses get to the, that are inside you. Well, they get to find their spot faster. And then if you get some, you know. It, smart jockeys like there are in Sydney playing jockeys where they start to post you and start to ride against you as well as riding their race they think hey sharp and smart's out here Huey's out here if I can keep sharp and smart out a little bit longer well a that means I get a good spot and b the horse to beat has to punch the breeze for a little bit longer then it becomes a really hard deal but then all of a sudden like Pinarello and the Queensland derby if you want to go back and watch an example of a horse drawing wide and getting the getting the perfect run well Lee Thinnis he just pushed the button. He said, I'm just not going to take my chance here. He went forward. And within about 30 metres, it might have been about 50, all of a sudden a spot opened up. And because he was proactive and pushed his horse forward, he just jumped on the right the right iron and slid his horse in and was one off and about three back. And it was one of the most genius rides from a wide gate. So you can do all the speed mapping you want and you can pontificate it about it as much as you like. And then the barriers open and... All of a sudden, your horse can be in a beautiful spot, and you haven't backed it because it drew wide, and you think, "Oh my god!" And <laughs> yeah. and and that's the, that's why they call it the great game, Kimpy, because there's so much to calculate. Yeah, look, the real good um, summation of that barrier, that barrier jump, Louis. There, you're dead right, and that's why sharp and smart. Everyone still thinks it's a favourite and can get it because it's its last run when it won from that wide draw by going that wide the whole way around and still getting the job done. So. You're dead right. There's so many variables to uh, to play out. And look, I like what Marshy said. On you know Dubai Diva La Bella Bill, you got a five dollar multi there. Five buck multis are special. So you know that just just that two horse. You if you wanted a little dabble, have a crack on that.